Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Mark Osorio. And I'm Teresa Arago. We're financial advisors, and if there's one thing we understand, it's that money can be confusing. So get ready, because we're breaking down what you don't know about money today on Talking Sense. What did you learn when you watched The Karate Kid for the first time as a kid? That bullies are the worst? That the only way to get back at them is to learn martial arts and compete against them so that you can beat them up without getting in trouble? Well, maybe that's what I learned, but today we're going to see what financial juice we can squeeze out of this movie. I loved Karate Kid. Yeah? I did. I I worked so hard to learn that crane kick, and I never (laughs) needed it. In my whole life, I never had an opportunity to actually use it. Well, you know, some people would consider that a good thing. Well, I was an expert at it. I'm just going to say that right now. And nobody ever told me that. I just feel like I was. Well, maybe you can use it on Casey one of these days. But I do love when we do this. Where we, you know, This is the beauty of being a financial advisor. We see financial concepts everywhere. My mm-hmm. kids are always like, Mom, let it go. But it's true that you can even glean things from Karate Kid. So I, I'm enjoying this topic today. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing that you absolutely will learn is that life is tough. And sometimes you get knocked down. As an investor, there are going to be times when you feel like you just got roundhouse kicked in the face and you just want to quit. Can anyone else relate to that this year? Yeah. So if you're an accumulator with a high risk tolerance, you're probably hurting pretty bad right now. And you might want to sell all of your investments because of how down the market is. You might even be tempted to make a poor decision. But the problem is that you have to guess right twice for that to work. You have to know when to get out and you have to know when to get back in. And almost nobody gets that right. Yeah, I know we don't. So we don't do it. That person. <laughs> so you must maintain a strong focus on your goals. But how do you do that? When, when life is tough, because we didn't say if life is tough, we said mm-hmm. when life gets tough. How do you stay focused in those moments? You find a Mr. Miyagi to come alongside and kick those bullies. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, no? Don't, you don't find someone to kick your goals for you. Oh, beat you find up. someone to mentor you. Mm. If things seem hopeless and you feel like maybe this thing isn't for you, this whole financial independence stock investment stuff is not for you, don't be quick to tap out. There are many wise advisors and even some investors out there who could help coach you through these tough rounds in the market. But Mr. Miyagi was effective because of some very specific techniques that he used. And I'd love for us to kind of go through that because, you know, we, those of us who've seen it, you see the hours of like painting the fence and, you know, (laughs) waxing the car and all these things. But there was a a method to his madness. Yeah, absolutely. So the first, kind of like you said, with the fence, with the waxing, he taught the basics. So he used simple everyday chores to explain uh, the concepts and concepts that would translate over into martial arts. And there are some basics that your financial advisor or your Mr. Miyagi Mm -hmm. can teach you to help you break down those overwhelming tasks that may lie ahead of you. So that is such a cool concept to focus in on is it's not about, you're not going to wake up one morning and just you're an overnight millionaire. It's going to be a process and having somebody help you focus on the techniques Mm-hmm. or the behaviors that will get you there is really critical. The other thing was he was patient. Yeah. Daniel didn't wake up and and you know whoop up on those guys the first time. Remember he gets into the one fight where he gets his backside <laughs> handed to him. Yeah. Um he let it go to his head, but Mr. Miyagi loved him and helped him find his way again. Whenever he went up to him and he was like, "Hey, what is this? This is I'm hanging stuff. I'm painting. What in the world?" He says, "Wait, pause. Let's think about what you're doing." Mm-hmm. And he goes through that with him to help him see why it mattered what he was doing. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, he had the heart of a teacher, mm-hmm. right? Which was another one of his great qualities. So uh, Mr. Miyagi wasn't interested in making Daniel a winner at all costs, right? Mm-hmm. So the other guys, the Cobra Kai guys, right? Like they, their their teacher, sensei, whatever, you know, he was obviously focused in just winning, right? And yes. the guy, the Mr. Swipe the Leg, right? Like <laughs> he, it was, he obviously didn't care about his, uh, his players, fighters, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what is the word? Athletes? We're just going to go with athletes. Athletes, there we go. Um, he did. Uh, Mr. Miyagi gave Daniels tools that not just helped him in the ring, but also helped him in areas of his life as he coped with what was in front of him. He coupled that with life coaching and lessons to get him through tough situations, not just mm-hmm. on the mat, but also in life. Yeah, yeah. And we know that that's, that's going to come up right for, for Daniel, and mm-hmm. we know that that's going to happen for us as well. All right, so... The last thing on here that that we find in Mr. Miyagi was that he walked the walk. And right? I love that you're like, this is the big one. This Go ahead. is the big one. He beat up the bullies. I mean, it's it's important to know that if you whoever you are learning from can actually do the things that you're training to do. And can advocate for you because he was very clear that karate was for defense, not for attacking. And he demonstrated that there too. And I think you're right. If your advisor is not doing those things that they're coaching you to do, that's that's not okay. That's a misalignment. Whoever Mm -hmm. is mentoring you needs to be making wise choices also. Exactly. So you got to find your Mr. Miyagi. Mm -hmm. And then you've got to understand that belts don't really matter. Yeah. What does that mean? So when Daniel is getting ready to go to this competition and or he's asking Mr. Miyagi, he's like, hey, uh, what belt do you have? Right. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's supposed to be this sensei who's so well knowledge. And he expects Mr. Miyagi to say, oh, I've got a black belt. Mr. Miyagi basically tells him, listen, your heart and your head matter. The fabric across your stomach does not. Mm-hmm. And that applies to life in general, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Your motivation and your drive don't start with the education. True. Those come next. Yeah. So, you know, you're not going to, you know, just find success overnight. And it's not even necessarily what you need to worry about. It's the the moment by moment decisions that really matter. Yeah. And I, I love that he, he focused on those two specific places. So when you mm-hmm. think about your head, that's logic, right? That's your learning, growing yourself, your heart is your spirit. So you've got to have those two in alignment yeah. to find success. But you got to you got to give the quote. I mean, come on. It's, okay, it's okay. important. So so yeah, whenever Daniel asks, okay, what what belt do you have? Mr. Miyagi says, "Canvas, JC Penny, $3.98. You like?" <laughs> like, come on. That's, <laughs> he at least answered the question, that's right? Awesome. That's that's the heart of a teacher, I guess. But yeah. I mean, everyone wants success. At least I think most people do. They want the fancy things that maybe come with that success. Um, the privileges, but the reality is the successful investor just applies the principles over their lifetime. Mm-hmm. There's those basic principles that they have just applied to their lifetime long term. Yeah, but this is kind of what why I, I I like that quote so much. Right, is that somebody who's focused on self uh, praise, right, on mm-hmm. on just gloating or you know making themselves look look like no, super nice right yeah yeah mm-hmm. and recognize right for their accomplishments you know would say oh i'm a i'm a black i'm a double black i'm like whatever i've you know world champion check out all these things i've done right mm-hmm. right but he points to something completely different right like oh the actual value of this thing 
it's it's what three dollars not even four dollars yes right? and i think the same translate over to financial principles uh, you know when when my husband and i he had just finished college all of his friends were getting new cars fancy houses boats all of these things that you would think were signs of success mm-hmm. and we were sitting up there going man what are we doing wrong Mm-hmm. And we were, you know, working through some different things. We started doing Dave Ramsey at that point, And we realized we weren't necessarily doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. They were going into debt. That was what they yeah. were prioritizing was those things at that time. And, and I'm not judging anybody for their decisions, mm-hmm. but it goes back to what you want most. Yeah. If what you want is to make sound financial decisions, then you've got to let go of that desire to be seen of that desire to keep up with others because their goals may not be your goals. So why chase them? True. Yeah. So that was something that really stood out to me is often there's something going on under the service, again, head and heart that isn't in alignment with what you want long-term. Yeah. So you've got to take a moment. Don't worry about the belt, which is kind of that, like where I am in life relative to others, mm-hmm. but just ask yourself, where's my heart? Where's my head? And is it in alignment with what I need to do? to get myself where I want to go. Yeah. Yeah. And so as I'm kind of looking through this, you know, what I see is that, okay, you know, you get, uh, you get beat up, right? Something happens, right? The market takes a dive and you just are, are trying to get your wits about yourself, right? So you've got this, this guy that, that helps you understand, right? And put things into perspective for you, gives you the skills mm-hmm. to not just kind of, uh, make your way, uh, through through life or that circumstance right but then it teaches you to uh, also apply those same concepts to more than just that one scenario mm-hmm. right and does it by helping you see kind of what's what's important right mm-hmm. beyond just the, the value or the the face value of you know the things that that are seen and what a lot of times we make more important right than than really the the heart issues. And so. I think too another thing we can glean from this movie when you know doing what we do for a living mm-hmm. is that there's the scene where he's actually doing really well. He's on the mat, right? He's fighting his his foe and he's whooping up on him mm-hmm. and then his legs get sweeped. Yeah. And he's in immense pain. They send him out of the room for a minute. Mr. Miyagi comes in there and he basically tells him in, you know, this is paraphrasing, obviously, like, you can get up and do this if you really want to. Mm. He literally just rubs his hand together, throws him on his leg, and then all of a sudden he gets up and fights. It wasn't that that fixed it. Right. It wasn't anything to do with what Mr. Miyagi did. What he did was he reminded him of what mattered to him and that this fight was worth it. Because this wasn't just about him winning some competition. This was about him reclaiming his right to just be left alone, honestly. Mm -hmm. If you really pay attention to the movie, he's just saying, listen, I'm not going to sit here and take this anymore. And that's all he was trying to do. And if he had stayed in that gym kind of locker room Mm -hmm. and given up, it would have only gotten worse. But he chose to get back up and fight And he did ultimately win. Now, you're not always going to have it where you just get immediate success in life. Mm -hmm. When it comes to your finances, there are cycles, just like the market. It goes up, it goes down, it goes up, it goes down. So you have to remember, especially when it's down, that you've got to keep fighting the fight. Mm -hmm. You've got to keep contributing. And by the way, if you're in that accumulator stage, you're just getting your shares on sale. So why on Mm -hmm. earth would you stop and go to cash or, or even consider stopping in general? Just stay the course. Remember why you're fighting. 
remember what you're trying to achieve and just keep going, get back up. And another thing that, that I really like about that scene is that it's not like once Daniel was hurt, Mr. Miyagi just stepped in and beat mm-hmm. up those guys, right? It wasn't his fight. Exactly. Right. It was Daniel's fight. Ooh, and that's good because when you think about what we do as advisors, our job is to give tools. Mm-hmm. Our job is to educate. Our job is to help you kind of vision cast, mm-hmm. but you've got to get in the fight. That's right. We, you've got to buy in. We can tell you what's, what's good for you. Right. And, and what you need mm-hmm. to do. Right. But ultimately it's your decision. Yes. And you're the one that's got to get up each morning and make the decisions that are going to keep you moving forward. So that's a good one. I missed that one in there. So (laughs) good stuff there. Good stuff. But he does, you know, again, though, when it's time, he helps him. Yes. And when he asks for that help, he's there to support him. And that's where having an advocate is extremely important. I've had multiple cases, especially recently, where um, a good example, this is not necessarily for our younger ones, but I had a client come in. um, She was about a week away from the deadline to apply for Medicare. She had been a stay-at-home mom and um, housewife, and when she called Medicare to get it set up, they said, well, you don't have enough credits. You need to work more. She's 65 almost, or she is 65. Wow. They said, well, you need to go work some more, and then you can qualify. No, there is a law that allows her to claim based off of her husband's record. Mm -hmm. It's made for those that choose to stay home, whether it's the husband or the wife, but she didn't know how to phrase the questions to question what they were at, what they were telling her. Mm-hmm. And she, she was again within a week of having a permanent penalty for something she should get for free. Wow. And so we were in the middle of a review and I just stopped her and I said, are you guys in a hurry? And she said, no. So we got on the phone and we waited for forever and we got someone to take care of it. Mm-hmm. That is what your financial advisor should be doing for you. Yeah. They should be advocating for you and helping shore you up when you need it and cheering you on when you need to get in that fight. That's right. It is said that if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together, right? Go with someone, have a team, have your people, mm-hmm. right? And you will go far. So find your Mr. Miyagi. Yes. And if you've been knocked down by COVID, a job loss, or any other economic side effect of life, don't panic. It happens to everyone. You just got to refocus on your basics. Remember that financial independence is in your head and your heart and not in being a financial genius or guru or having a fancy degree. You can make changes in your life to build towards your goals. You just got to get your helper and get focused and get moving. And again, part of my two cents would be like when you're looking for your Mr. Miyagi, right? Having somebody that knows the basics can teach mm-hmm. you those basics. Somebody that's patient, that has the heart of a teacher and who walks the walk. So that's a wrap for us today. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, then be sure to subscribe and tune in next time to learn what you don't know about money. Thanks for listening to the Talking Sense podcast. And if you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The GenWealth team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, we're also financial advisors, and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. General Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC.